Hello and welcome to the Is It Me or Is It Them podcast. I'm your host, April Star Boyd, and I'm a coach, therapist, and breathwork facilitator. And this week, I want to offer you a thought to just let it percolate, see how it lands for you, and see what comes up when you allow yourself to just play with this idea for a minute. I think you deserve to enjoy a life that doesn't just feel like surviving, that doesn't just feel like getting through and getting by. Life should be more than just getting through and getting stuff done. Notice what comes up for you, even as I say this. That what if you deserve a life that feels more fun, more easy, more true, more in line with who you actually are and how you actually want to spend your time on this earth? I know that we can all, and I'm guilty of this as well at various points in time, of falling into you know, just the dust of daily life, right? Just when we're kind of focused on what we need to take care of and what's on our list and what needs done and, you know, the things that we maybe don't like that are annoying us and we can get into this negative mindset and this mindset of essentially taking our time for granted. And for me, (laughs) as a bereaved mom, as a bereaved daughter, as a cancer survivor, as a divorcee, I have become way too aware that life is short. It is fleeting and it goes by fast. And here's the thing. Have all of those experiences made me more aware of those truths? For sure. (laughs) But I'm actually really grateful because When I really check in on that, the truth is I was already living a life that was pointing me in these directions, in these directions of personal growth, personal development, personal accountability. And I'm really grateful for that because then when all of those other tragedies did hit me, I essentially already had some of my template in place for how I was going to get myself through all of those things. And what I would encourage you to consider and to play with in your own life is, what if the goal here is not to just get by and get through and do it all again the next day? What if we're supposed to be able to be happier than that? to be more fulfilled than that, to feel more truly self-expressed than that. I know, it's big and it's a lot to play with. But what would shift for you? What would your life look like if you started actually treating your own wellness, your own aliveness, your own vitality, your own well-being, as if it actually really mattered, as if it was really important to nurture and to care about, 
Because here's the thing. Most of us kind of go through our weeks and our days and our lives acting like it doesn't really matter. That we don't really matter. That really, I'll just make it work. I'll just fit in this one more thing. I'll just take care of this extra task. I'll just make sure that everybody else is good. And I'll figure out what to do with the scraps that are left over. I think we deserve more than that. And I think the people around us benefit when we're operating from a place that is more fulfilled than that. Actually, I was having this conversation with a client of mine just the other day, and we were talking about the shifts that she's made in her life, essentially from operating from this place of scanning for outside approval. Do these people like me? Are they mad at me? Oh my goodness, if they are mad at me, what can I, how can I possibly get back on their good side as soon as possible? Right? Those kinds of vibes that we're living with when we're living in a place of fear and prioritizing the views and opinions <laughs> and expectations of other people ahead of our own okayness. And we were talking about how she had really shifted from that place and instead into this place of how do I feel when I'm around these people? What do these people actually bring into my life? How do they treat me? Is that how I think people, anybody should be treated? Is that in line with my values of how I believe in treating anyone at all? And when she was able to kind of make this shift, she was able to do things that were protecting more of her time, were protecting more of her energy. And then the cool thing to witness was what happened in her life around that. And one of the things that happened, I mean, she was happier, she was lighter, yes, of course, but it was like she was just freed up to be even more of who she was. So this was a woman who was really generous, who was really giving, who was incredibly empathetic, who was sensitive, who genuinely really noticed and cared about the people around her. And when she was starting to invest less time and energy into kind of, I mean, people pleasing almost gets to be such a, an overused word. We could call it like safety seeking even, right? Of trying to make sure I'm safe and I belong in all of these spaces to instead getting honest with herself of where do I actually belong? <clears throat> and she was describing to me the people that she was hanging out with and that she was surrounded by a little bit more these days since she had been making these changes. And she was like, you know what? I just enjoy them so much. And she said, they're supportive. They're smart. They're kind. I can be, you know, myself. I can tell them really about like what's happening in my life. Really. I can tell them if I'm having an off day, I can talk to them about like, I can fully be myself because they're so kind and they're so supportive and they're so non-judgmental and they're just, they go deep, like in their own lives. So they're cool with me doing the same thing. And I said to her, I said, do you see <laughs> that this is actually you? This is exactly how you operate. This is how you live in the world. This is the person that you are. 
So it makes sense that when you are around similar like-minded people, there's something about that that feels like ease, that feels like true safety, that feels like peace. Peace. This is what is available to us. When we start to shift our lives from trying to be everything to everybody, to make sure that everybody likes us, to make sure that we're checking the boxes for what everybody else wants us to be doing, and instead start to turn the spotlight inward towards our own self, how do I actually feel about this? How do I actually feel about this person? What do I believe is really kind or right or considerate in these moments. And making these changes really freed her up to be able to just become more of an open, clear channel for like more goodness. She was available to be more supportive and more present and more grounded when a teenage child of hers was navigating some hard life things instead of just being so full or so spent or so anxious, right? That like maybe she would have been responding to that with like fear and control and all of those kinds of things instead and snappiness, right? Irritability, Instead, she was just able to really hold this space for her child to do the work that they needed to do, right? To be okay. This is what is available to us. This is why there's such that cliche thing that we have seen a thousand times on Instagram that says, when you fill your own cup first, you have more available to you to give to the people around you. We know that this is true, don't we? When you are good, when you are taken care of, when you are being honest with yourself about who you are and what you need and designing your life accordingly, when you're allowing yourself to check in and say, how am I doing really? What am I thirsty for? What's working? What's not working? Mm. And we get more tidy and more in line with all of that. So much more goodness that we're able to share. So much more generosity that we're able to bring. So much more positive impact and goodness and beauty and love that we're able to send out and ripple effect all around us. So I'm curious if this is hitting home for you. This idea that maybe life should be more than just getting by and just keeping everybody happy, and just trying harder to do more. Maybe you're allowed to feel good. Maybe it's allowed to be easier than this. Maybe you're allowed to feel more appreciated, more seen, and more loved. And if this calls to you, if this is tugging at something for you, if there's part of you that knows that I am right, and that there's something here in this idea for you, I want you to consider coming and joining me in January and putting together a group of really wonderful women. This is the fifth round that we are doing this group. I've called it the Boldest Love Collective, which is not the best name, but I know if I wait until I have a better name, it's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm just going to keep putting it on the back burner. So this is the name for the time being. 
the Bold is Love Collective. And what we're doing is trying to live our life in a more courageous, more honest, more loving, more giving, more tapped in, turned on, and available for our time here with our one precious life. So in this group, it is basically a reset group where we're looking at our mindset. We're getting rid of and addressing negative thinking habits that no longer serve us. Self-sabotage habits, ways of keeping ourselves small and silent and settling. And instead stepping into a place of more love, more bravery, and more ease. This is a nine-week program. Each model, we're going into a new concept, a new teaching, a new lesson that is going to help you to get more connected to yourself and to the people who matter to you. If you are interested, send me a message. I'll give you all the information. And I'm also going to put a link to that group in the show notes here. Hope to see you there. Take care.